Thanks for being a part of the Fearless Army. Drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and when you do, ask me a question in the comments. Each week, we'll compile your best questions and answer them on air. Welcome to Fearless with Jason Whitlock. I'm Jason Whitlock, your host. Happy Thursday. Thank you for joining me. Awesome show planned for you today. I need you, if you're listening over Apple, hit that five-star rating, uh, write a review of the show, help us fight the algorithm. If you're watching over YouTube, you know what to do. Hit the likes, hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications button, hop in the chat, leave a comment. Uh, I'll be down there uh, as well, talking, communicating with you as uh, we go through the show. Warren Sapp's gonna join us today. We're gonna talk some NFL National Football League, throw in a little bit of the conversation that uh, Steve Kim and I had on Wednesday about Draymond Green and athletes with FU money and whether that's a a good or a bad thing. Uh, Fantastic show. Keep it about football. Not gonna keep you here uh, all night. Uh, It's going to be great because we got Warren Sapp. Uh, And it's gonna be great because uh, our sponsors uh, continue to allow us to talk about sports and politics and culture in a way that no one else will. And one of our greatest sponsors, of course, is Preborn. As the left ramps up uh, their efforts to abort babies, it's time to ramp up our efforts to save babies. Why not include saving a baby on your Christmas lift? What could be better? And because of our partnership with Preborn, an organization that has rescued over 270,000 babies, you can do just that. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies as they compete head-to-head with the abortion giants. You see, they offer an abortion-minded woman a free ultrasound. Preborn does that. Once she meets her baby for the first time and hears that heartbeat, her baby's chance at life more than doubles. For just $28, you can save a life, and now, through a match, your tax-deductible gift is doubled as well. And because Preborn supports both mothers and babies with diapers, car seats, counseling, and more for up to two years, you're offering double blessings. Now's the time to put your year-end write-offs to work. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, the keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash fearless. That's preborn.com slash fearless. Guys, I got a great email uh, yesterday, or maybe it was Tuesday. Yeah, uh, listen, guys, you know I love preborn and I love getting your emails. I wanted to call out Ted Cox, who sent me an email, I believe Tuesday. Yes, it was Tuesday. Ted, thank you so much. And I, I, Ted didn't write me the email for me to call him out, but man, he gave $1,000 to preborn tonight. Warm my heart. I love to hear from you guys when you give to preborn. I write you back, fearlessblazeshow at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Ted. Warms my heart inspires me hopefully it inspires you all to continue to support preborn what could, what better could we do during the holiday season than support our number one sponsor and a sponsor that is providing life to young children and providing life to mothers it's awesome all right so uh let's get to our main man here talk a little football Sap, 
Uh, biggest story in the National <laughs> Football League this weekend, or this past weekend, and we still got to talk about it because we haven't heard from the authority on the NFL. Uh, Patrick Mahomes went full crybaby mode uh, <laughs> after losing to the Buffalo Bills and the headless horseman, Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked during the week, and for some reason, you were de you were defending Patrick Mahomes and the offside. You thought the offsides call was BS. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait! You gon' you gon' you got me right in front of you, and you you about to turn this into what you think I was gonna say or what I was defending? Come on, don't do that! Don't do that! Don't well, do that. All right. Well, before I ask you about Patrick Mahomes, what did you think about the offsides call that he was helped decide that game? Oh no, he was offsides all, all all day long. Not, not no question. Shit, he covering the ball. You can't even see the ball. But the question I had was, you know, because I, you know, talked to NFL people around the league, and you know, we we discuss, you know, a lot of foolish things that the referees do. And I went inside the lab. So I mean, the tape don't lie. The eye in the sky don't lie. And I can show you three or four occasions where they say the 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 lot the yard marker is the thirty one or the thirty two, and the referees on the thirty. Three, 30, 31, not the 32. So how are you going to be able to judge this? And then I went to looking at something else because I got interested because, you know me, I get a little crazy. I was like, this couldn't have been the only time they lined up like this because I remember the first play of the last of the two-minute drive. I, I looked at my old lady. I said, baby, he, he in the neutral zone. <laughs> and, and he was scaling number 11 when he ran the out route. He's, in the, he's there too. And then I went back in the tape, and they lined up 10 times with Lock. I, it ain't even close. I took pictures of this. So if my thing was for the referees, if you're calling it 11 times this year, you only call it three times the year before this, so that was, what, 2022, and you call it one time in 2021, and I happen to know the coach personally that you call it against in John Gruden because <laughs> me and him had a discussion about it. You know, like, like yeah, they called that on me out of 58-yard bomb. I'm like, ooh. I asked the referees, if you're going to call it, call it in the second quarter. So now Andy Reid has his warning. They alerted. And I wouldn't be looking at it through, throughout the game. They did it 10 times in the first 56 plays of this game. 10 times they, learned, they lined up like that. And four of them was Kelsey. I mean, I guess if you're a Swifty, you don't call it. You know what I'm saying? You just say, hey, he cool. You know, he ain't going very fast. You know, the the center actually moves the ball back a good half a yard when he's snapping it because he wants it right underneath his nose so he can just flick it to Pat. Well, Patrick, I don't want his mother coming after us. Patrick, they flip it back to Patrick. And the thing about it is when that call is made in that moment, and we have one of the greatest, you know, laterals, you know, take me back to Wycheck, back to, uh, you know, uh, Dyson back in the, the Music City uh, Miracle. And, yeah, Music yeah, City Miracle. Nashville. You know what I'm saying? That's what that look. I mean, for Kelsey to come up with that? Ooh. And then you look at Tony, he's pouting. <laughs> Everything you don't want in this, in this sequence, this young man who dropped the first pass in the week one just, just keeps coming back up. I mean, it just keeps coming back up. And then we talk about Deontay Johnson up in Pittsburgh and some of their antics with their receivers. The $20 million receiver definitely ain't worth it. I can say that. Okay, so Kadarius Tony was wrong. I'm, I'm tired of everybody trying to deflect yeah, he's to the referees. He's outside, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. 
I want to yeah. talk about the real issue here. <laughs> what did you think about the way Patrick Mahomes handled this? Oof. Snapping on the refs, uh, pouting to Josh Allen after the game, pouting at the post-game press conference. Is it fair to question no. Patrick Mahomes' oh, yes. leadership? Yes, his antics, yes. They're, they're, yes, 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 yes. You lost the game. Your guy was offside, clearly, Pat. I mean, what has he said this week? You know, don't he got a press conference on Tuesday or something? I mean, come on. You got you got to readdress he's, this young he's man. He's apologized to Josh Allen. He's apologized, he hadn't apologized to, Josh to Josh the referee. That's the one thing he's great. Not that I'm aware of, no. No, you got to apologize to no. the referee. The referee's just calling the play. He's just calling. I mean, they had they had plenty of opportunity to call it early in the game. Absolutely. I mean, so many opportunities to call it early in the game. Just I always say to the refs, call it early. So when you call it late, you don't become the factor that, you know, the world is talking about for the next six days. Call it in the second quarter. You know, tell the coach, hey, coach, you, you, you guys are lining up there. Because that's, you're talking to somebody who had a credit card alignment for 11 years. I mean, I, 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 I ate every inch of the ball with law. And I looked at every headlinesman in the, in the down judge and I say, may we have one warning. That's it, please. Just one warning. If we line up over... I understand. But if we're close, just say, you know what, Warren, give me an inch. You know, back up a little bit what you got. And we used to get it. <laughs> I mean, you just got to have – I mean, the thing that kills me is Tony. Just look at the ref and point. How many times we grown up with, with with all the great – we'll turn it to the referee. Am I on the line? The referee will look at you and be back up a little bit, son. I, that's – I mean, but these kids don't communicate. These kids don't want to talk. They want to send text message. He want to look in at his yeah, quarterback. He probably wanted. To he would have texted the ref. He'd have texted him. He'd have texted him. You know. <laughs> you know. W Y D. Uh, watch. Looking at you offside. <laughs> looking so, at you. Here's the other in thing. The standing in it. I mean, Jesus. It wasn't even close. Here's the other thing. I don't. I think this is another little subtlety of how sports has changed. Mm -mm. Because of the athletes and how much power and money, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the highest paid <laughs> employee of the Kansas City Chiefs by a mile. Probably makes five times what Andy Reid makes, maybe ten, I don't know, five times what Andy Reid makes. And so Andy Reid, because Patrick Mahomes has this meltdown, Andy Reid has to go into the postgame press conference and back up his quarterback. It used to be everybody reflected the tone of the head coach. The head coach gets y'all gathered up in the locker room after the game. Hey, we're not going to whine and cry. We're going to blah, blah, blah. We're going to don't blame the refs. I got everybody would then go to the podium. And, and now it's the other way. Andy Reid's got to back up and reflect Patrick Mahomes, his quarterback. Patrick is different. We, I, come on. What is Andy going to do? Andy's hitch right here. They, he, you know, he rode Donovan McNabb for everything he can get out of Philly. Got him 150 wins and all of that. But this is it. And I, 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 I go down with that quarterback too. Well, I think about what you're saying, man. <laughs> Big Red, Big Red, then had some bad calls called on him. The the, the pass interference by uh, Mr. Uh, Knighton up in Green Bay on that was ridiculous. That they don't call that. It's so bad that Troy Aikman called out the kid against the Giants on Monday Night Football when it wasn't even a pass interference. That's a makeup call for last week. 
You know, you know, your boy Troy Aikman, I love him. You know, he unfireable, but he'll damn sure say some truth, though. I, I love it by that. I mean, he just called him out. Just say, oh, that's a backup call for the Green Bacon for the Kansas City call. <laughs> Wasn't even close. The kid, the kid was nowhere near passing the fairs on Monday Night Football, but he got that flag. He did not get it against Kansas City. So, you know, it's been simmering a while over in with, with Big Red with the competition community, and that's something, you know, just call it early. Call it in the second quarter, and and then we ain't got to deal with it because you've alerted them that you're looking for this call. But that's the only one of those ten I saw that they call. I mean, it 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 well it it didn't affect the play. But he is offside. I'm a no Chiefs fan. I mean, as a I'm, fat guy that, that I'm lined a Chiefs up fan. Hey, I love the Chiefs, but he's offside. <laughs> Go back and look at the and, game and, and, and look at the first snap. Travis Kelsey's offside. He, his, his foot is breaking the back of the football. I'll send it to you. I got a picture of it. First play of the game, he's off. He's in lineup in the neutral zone. First play, they could have called it. Or warned him and said, hey, look at your guy. You know, just tell you guys back up a little bit, Andy. And I'm sure Andy would have said something, but <laughs> Tony lined up offside all game long. I guess he had that guy. He had that got belligerent with it by the end of the game. You know, he needed that little extra two <laughs> inches to kind of get on down the field because they, they were in desperate mode. They were desperate. They were definitely in desperate mode. And boy, what a play he wiped off the board! Oh, one for the ages! Oh, oh! All right, I want to. I want to move on to mm-hmm. our shared MVP candidate, yes. uh, Tyreek Hill, and and I think on Monday night against Tennessee, I, I think. Tyreek Hill clearly showed his value to the Miami Dolphins. When he was out, the offense basically went away. They didn't have one. But, yeah, they didn't. And and, and then you could say, looking at the Chiefs and how, you know, they're struggling to score 17, 21 points every week. Now that he, and I know he's been gone two years, but Tyreek Hill's value is clear cut. However, uh, <laughs> him getting hurt in that game, his ankle, and then after the game saying, uh, didn't he say, I came back in the game because my mama or my girlfriend or my, my wife, wife or something, wife. somebody his texted wife told him. Him better yeah, get back out there. His wife, yeah, better get back out there. And yeah. so he goes back in the game. And so did Tyreek Hill, with them losing and obviously showing his value, they're not as good without him. Uh-huh. And when he came back in, he was pretty effective. Did he mm-hmm. bolster his case for the MVP, or did he hurt his case for the MVP uh, Monday night? I think he took it through the roof. I mean, with him, we're talking about 2,000 yards and, you know, uh, uh, once in a lifetime. That's off the table now. I, I got that's it. That's what I'm saying. Now. But him would have been healthy. That's what yeah. we'd have been talking about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it still ain't off the table. Let, 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 don't, 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 don't do that now. Don't do that. We we've seen two hundred yard games. Don't don't do do that. Don't do that. This young man. But what did I tell you a couple weeks ago when I went to the Carolina Panther game? They don't tape up anymore. You can't run that damn fast and don't expect somebody to roll an ankle. You have to put tape on. That just was a prerequisite. That was like a mouthpiece or you know a jock. You, you put jock socks and tape on. Come on. I mean it's just a part of the game. But these kids just. They, they they defy it. They they defy all the rules, the football gods, and now you see. But I but I think his MVP case is 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 locked, unless Dak just blow us away. 
Now, if, if Dak does what he did Sunday against the Eagles, the next three, four weeks, and the Dolphins can't find a way to get Tyreek Hill loose, yeah, I, I can see him because, you know, Jerry and the Cowboys. Did you see when he rolled out and threw that pass, the umpire threw the flag, looks like a classic holding call, and just picked it up? You saw that? <laughs> you talking about the Cowboys? Yeah, the first one when Dak stepped up in the pocket, you can see the umpire clears. They throw the flag for the holding call as he got out of the pocket, and they just picked it up. No, we'll continue to play on. You know, not in Jerry's house. We're not doing that tonight. You're a little bit ahead stuff. of me. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to talk about uh, Dak Prescott and a few other quarterbacks. Uh, before I do that, Sap, let me take care of a little business. I want to talk about our great friends at Liver Health Former. You guys know. I've been taking Liver Health Formula for more than two years. About a year ago, they hopped on board as one of our primary sponsors here at Fearless, and I couldn't be more pleased. As we approach the new year, it's time to think about becoming a healthier, more energetic version of yourself in 2024. If you've been dealing with low energy or have gained some extra pounds you can't seem to shake off, the issue might be your liver. Your liver is super important for staying healthy. It does more than 500 important jobs. It probably does more work than all of the Democrats put together. Actually, it could probably run as VP. So you gotta help it run faster because one in three Americans are now living with a sluggish, fatty liver and all of that booze with car packed potatoes you're gonna have for Christmas won't help it. Listen, nobody wants to feel tired and sleepy. Everybody wants to have the same energy crowds get during the Trump rallies. So you better get prepared for 2024 because it's going to be a crazy year and you need all of the energy you can get. One thing that could help is liver health formula. It has 11 powerful botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Go get it today and get a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce sugar cravings. Visit getliverhelp.com Jason now to claim your free bonus gift. Don't miss this chance to start the year feeling yourself your best. Again, that's getliverhelp.com slash Jason. Uh, Sap, I want to play you this video. Do we have the video of Cam Newton? Basically, Uh-oh. yeah. He, he, Uh-oh. he done called everybody uh, game managers. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dak Prescott, Tua, Brock. And anyway, let's play the video of Cam Newton uh, dressed as homie the clown while uh, analyzing football. <laughs> yeah, Lamar Jackson, obviously Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Brack Parody, like, but Brock, let's, they're not winning because of him. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing, He's managing the game. And if we were to put that in its own right as game managers, mm-hmm. this may ruffle a lot of feathers, but it's honest. Brock Parody, Tua Tonga Valoa, Jared Goff, and really, Dak Prescott. Hmm. These are game managers. They're, they're not difference makers. MVP. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. Exactly. So with that being said, I'm saying like, yo, if, if we're going to really call a spade a spade, there's a difference between managers of the game and difference makers of a game. That's not to say that they can't win the MVP. Correct. But it, it just is what it is. Mm. Uh, Cam Newton wants a, <coughs> a, <coughs> <coughs> <He> want, <coughs> Cam, 
Cam Newton wanted Help me MVP, out here. War. A co-MVP. Yes, he did. He won a co-MVP, took his team to the Super Bowl versus the Denver Broncos. I called nephew that morning, Von Miller, and I said, if you want this game, you got to take it over from the first quarter to the fourth. And he said, I got you, Unc. And I remember him making play after play, going at him. Shaq Barrett was with him back then, who's down, down in Tampa, won his second championship, and they was going at him and all over Cam Newton. And I remember late in that game, 14 to 10, Cam Newton getting stripped of the ball. And you know what I call the ball in a football game? The church's money. That's right. You are carrying the hopes and dreams of every fan, everybody in the organization, the lady that types up the itinerary, the lady that makes sure we got a bus outside that waiting on, the man that cuts the grass at one ball. You are carrying the hopes and dreams of your team. And he would not stick his face down there and go get that ball. So now, homie, the engine clown train operator proceeds to say that. Come on, man. What, what alternate world are we living in, Whitlock? Where, I mean, I mean, hold on, hold on. A guy in his last three years in the National Football League had a quarterback, a QBR, because that's the, that's the new standard. Now, the QBR, not the quarterback, right? Because 58.3 is perfect, and we'll never get there, so don't worry about it. But if you do get there like Brock Purdy did this year, they'll celebrate you and say, like, yo, we ever had one of these in a while. Because, you know, Phil Sims was 22 for 25 in a Super Bowl, and he'd get a perfect rating. So in that, quarter QBR, 22.5, 39.4, and 30. Not game manager. You know what somebody said to me? Sap, the only thing worse than his stats is some of them outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you came out with it right there looking like homie the clown engine choo-choo coordinator. What the hell? And I want to know who the hell that is over there, you know, vouching for this shit. Because somebody over there got to be like, you know, you know, Cam, that, you know, Dak Prescott is almost a 70% completion guy in the National Football League right now. You know, you know, the man's got three straight, four straight, you know, Cowboys going 30, 40 points. A game manager? The Cam boy, wants a network TV job. That's, Not doing this. That's what he'd be better off with a podcast, cussing like Charleston White, and and you know doing that. <laughs> yeah, do that. Son, son, get your bubblegum chewing ex quarter, ex half running back. You talk about a glorified running back playing the quarterback position. That's exactly what Cam Newton has always been. You talking about some out routes where he bounced it on the ground? The worm balls, I think, Randall, the great Randall Cunningham calls them. That's what Cam Newton was notorious for. And then you leave the church's money on the ground on the greatest stage we know, the Super Bowl, and won't go stick your 275-pound nose in there to go get that ball back to go for that last drive. Cam, we saw it, son. You pouted in the Super Bowl. You left the church's money on the ground, and now you want to call – the best quarterbacks we have playing good football right now, game managers, stop it. The game is open. They throw it 40 times a game. What the hell have you been watching? No one, no one checks it down anymore. We throw it deep on 32 when they blitz us. Did you see the Pittsburgh game? Come on, Cam. We call it Chuck down south. <laughs> that chuck <laughs> chuck it up chuck, chuck it, it up downfield yeah hey chuck it up and then yeah. let, let one of them athletes what, when, what would Randy Moss look like now in this NFL he'd be flat foot dangerous dog ooh ooh
the space you'd have to give him. Ooh, ouch. Nah. Uh, I want to move on to another quarterback or Yo. another team. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have now lost back-to-back games to the Cowboys <laughs> and the San Francisco 49ers by a combined, I believe, my math says 75 to 32 uh, combined score. Uh, yeah. Have the Eagles been exposed? Have, were, were they overrated? No, the Eagles were just in a tired situation, but even more than that, I told you I didn't trust a third down defense, and it done went from 30-something to almost like dead last. They're dead last now, and it's gone from like 44% to almost like 49 now. You're almost like a 50% chance of getting the first down. And when you're taking away three snaps away from Jalen Hurts, you know, Smith and Brown and company on offense, hey, this is the National Football League. The fastest adapting organism on the God's green earth is an NFL defense. You're going to have to do something different. You're going to have to self-scout yourself and show them something and then give them something different. And I don't agree with running your quarterback in Jalen Hurts. They ran him on the second play of the game, the 12th play of the game, the 21st play of the game, the 23rd. No! What the, what, what's Swift doing back there? I know he's number zero, but he got to be worth something. Come on. Get him the ball and let him run. I know he wants to run the ball. Every running back wants to run the ball because nobody wants to commit to a 30-game run. But this young man's tired. This young man's tired. I mean, the, 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 I mean the, he's the target of it, and now y'all want to play eleven on eleven football? Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. No, no. You see that? You see that on his left arm right there? That's an IV before the game, or during the game. Trust me, this young man, this brotherly push, tush push, whatever you want to call it, brotherly shove. This young man is tired, and he's played some damn good opponents the last four weeks, and some. Demanding football games mentally, physically, in the whole nine yards. He's tired. He's tired. And they're not they're not finding a solution to give him easy throws and, you know, situational football to where, you know, we're gonna we gonna hand this thing to you swift eight eight straight times. You know this old line we talk about with this brotherly push? No, we're gonna need you to block somebody and we're gonna need to go forward with our running back. That's what we're gonna do. And that is not what's happening. Like I told you about the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins had a 14-point lead and couldn't melt the game away because they don't have a running back to turn and hand the ball to and say, we got to hammer offense. We're finna get the hell out of here. They just gave us the game with two back-to-back turnovers. And we can't melt this thing away? I don't give a damn if, if the cheater's in there or not. He ain't in the run game. That's what you're going to need for a minute. We're going to need to turn hand this thing off and move some people. Yes. Yes. So, do you think they can get it fixed this season? Uh, can they you know, catch the Cowboys or the 49 You think they can get it fixed this season? You ain't got to catch them. You just got to get in a tournament in, in, in any given Sunday. I believe in that wholeheartedly. No, you got you got to get in a tournament. And now, you it's only the 53 men in the building and the building that, that matter on that Sunday afternoon. Can we go get it done? Nobody, nobody had me as a world champion going through those playoffs. No. I had to go through Philly. It's cold. It's the vet. They're closing it. Trust me. You just got to go take it. No one saw Eli Manning. <laughs> Eli Manning beat Tom Brady twice. <laughs> At one time, he was wild card going through Green Bay. Wait, what was it? My, my man looked like Tom Coughlin's face had them fell off that, that Sunday. <laughs> they almost killed the coach right on the sideline trying to coach their way out of there, man. Come on. Dude. You just got to have the 53 men and the 11 on the field that day that say not today. 
Dwight Freeney and them had to go through three monster running backs. Who were they? Larry Johnson, Jerome Bettis, and another one. They, they shut them all down in the run game, and Peyton found his thing and got a championship. Listen, it's it's about you and your men getting in the tournament and saying, now, let's go do what we got to do. All right, uh, let me take care of another sponsor before I move on to our final two topics, uh, Sap. Uh, guys, looking to, uh, to score a few extra points by giving the perfect gift this holiday season? Here's a tip from Cozy Earth that'll have her bragging about how thoughtful you are. I'm talking about soft, luxurious bedding from Cozy Earth. I own a set of their sheets, and it really is life-changing luxury. Listen, Cozy Earth bedding is incredibly soft, lightweight, and neut- naturally temperature-regulating, so she'll sleep more comfortably year-round, and so will you. And Cozy Earth uses only the very finest materials, including premium viscose from highly sustainable bamboo. Plus, every Cozy Earth bedding item comes in a beautiful, reusable canvas bag, which means no gift wrapping required. And while you're checking out their world's softest sheets, don't miss their luxury pajamas, ultra-comfortable joggers, plus lounge socks, premium bath towel collection, or their brand new cuddle blanket. She'll love them too. So give the gift of comfort this holiday season and save up to 40% on Cozy Earth. Go to CozyEarth.com, enter my promo code FEARLESS at checkout, and save up to 40%. That's CozyEarth.com, promo code FEARLESS. Great Christmas gift. Everybody's got to diversify their Christmas giving. Here's an easy way. Go to Cozy Earth, use my promo code FEARLESS, 40% off. All right, uh, Sap, <clears throat> big game this uh, weekend, this Sunday. Uh, the Cowboys uh, and the Bills. Cowboys are hot. Uh, the Bills are trying to salvage their season. Who you mm-hmm. got? You know what? Who you got? Who's on the road? Cowboys on the road? I believe so. Now you, yes, Cowboys on the road. Ooh. Ooh, what's the spread? My gambling friend. What's the? Uh, <laughs> I should know that too. You should. Uh, I mean, come on now. I, I know I, you. I know you. I will you. know it before kickoff. Trust me, and I'll know it here know. in a second. Here, I'm, I'm gonna go uh, with the Bills. I'm gonna go with the Bills. The Bills are more in a desperate mode. The Cowboys feeling good coming off the the, the shellacking of them. And what's the line? I like your face. Bills are minus two. Bills yeah. are minus two. They're favored yeah. by two points. Yeah, I like the Bills. You take the Cowboys out of the friendly conference of the Jones Mahal. They feeling good about pounding the Eagles. The Eagles are reeling. And Josh and them are back up against the wall. And come on, you know my headless horseman. Ain't nothing like a cold weather game to get him riled up, you know, out there in the cold. And it's all on him. This, this, this is him right here. And Dak's coming in with hot numbers talking about the MVP. Josh gonna tell. Don't forget about me. <laughs> you know, Josh. Josh one of them special characters, man. He he's very special. So, I, I I'm I'm gonna go with the headless horseman on this one here. Let's let's ride, baby. The headless man will ride. I'm shocked this isn't the Sunday night football game. I, I don't know right? how that didn't happen. Right. Uh, the Ravens and Jaguars, uh, a good matchup as well. But Ooh. this should be the Sunday night football matchup. Uh, the Cowboys and the Bills. I'm I'm going to surprise myself here. I actually think the Cowboys are going to win this thing. I I think the Bills, uh, 
you know, had an emotional game last week, probably feeling a little too good about themselves. And I know their back's still against the wall. They're just seven and six. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I think Dak is trying, you know, because if Dak, Dak is this close to really taking control of the MVP race, a hold uh, or reducing it down, yeah, taking real a hold of if he, and and I think that's important for Dak. If Dak can get uh, MVP, no. legitimizes that contract, no. takes all the pressure, a lot of pressure no. off of him. No, wrong no. approach, wrong approach. The playoffs are the ultimate judge of any quarterback in the National Football League. And if these kids haven't realized this, because I'm looking at the National Football League right now. Let me see. Aaron Rodgers is on the sideline. Joe Burrow's got, what, $200 million. Deshaun Watson's got $250 million. Daniel Jones got another $190 million. Justin Herbert's got, a, what, another $200 million. And Joe Burrow's got, a, what, another $250 million. And they're all on the, they're all at home. The, 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 the regular season will not decide it for you, sons. This thing will be decided by how many championship rings you get to pull up on Tom Brady and his new hot whatever he rolling with nowadays. You know what I'm saying? When you see him on the golf course, how many rings you got? You know, that's what this is all about. They, 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 the regular season went out the window a long time ago. This ain't what this is about anymore. It's about championships and how many you got. Well, I think you make an excellent point in terms of opportunity. When will you have this type of golden opportunity oh, where no. so many of the top quarterbacks are sidelined? I'll go. I'll Patrick go. Mahomes yeah. is Patrick Mahomes is struggling, having an off year. So Josh is having an off this year. This is yeah. the year. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is the year to go get you one and 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 really silence the critics and, and for Dak Prescott. To you know, because some people are comparing him to Tony Romo. Tony Romo was a great regular season quarterback that you know <laughs> didn't win in the postseason. Tony, and, oh and no! Dak, as soon as, soon as the playoffs showed up, it was Tony. <laughs> oh no! Don't throw that. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those guys. I mean, but that's what he will be judged on, and so will Dak. I mean, you, you regular season success will not do it for you in this league no more. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It'll get you a good contract, get you a lot of money, but then when you get in the playoffs, they're going to say you ain't worth the money because you don't have championships. Sorry, but that's the job you signed up for. <laughs> Sap, you just gave me the perfect segue into Ooh. the final topic. On, on Wednesday, I, I talked with Steve Kim about this. Just from a fan's perspective, we talked about how much money the athletes – are making now. Thank Show you very Hay, much. Altonic. My Fox and Oh, yeah. You, oh, you're old. Yeah, I'm you're gonna, Fox and I'm going yeah. to try them right here on air so I can, I, you know, we are us. We, we tell the truth, y'all. Go ahead with your Go ahead with your question. <laughs> I'm over here enjoying myself. I'm going to let you know what I think. Of. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that straight bourbon whiskey. I'm glad you got that from Fox and Olden. Uh, listen, Steve Kim and I talked about this on Wednesday about just Shohei Otani. $70 million a year. Uh, and then I, I brought in, like, Draymond Green into it in terms of, like, all these athletes have FU money. And, and so they, they start, they don't care, in my view, as much as they used to. Draymond's been tossed out of three games so far. The NBA season's barely 25, 30 games old, and he's already been tossed out of three, three games. And so I want to ask a all-time great athlete, all-time great winner, performer at every college, pro level. 
Thank you. You know, we talked about it as fans. Can athletes make too much money to where it 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 harms their competitive spirit and damages the game? You know what I I never thought we'd even get to this point with luck because you know, it took the Reggie White case for us to have free agency in 1992 and the different things that came with that and the, you know, transition tag and the different things. And when they stopped talking about salary caps and luxury tax, at some point, it, it's got to be something because I don't think Gilbert Arenas, you know, gave us the amount of, you know, play that we needed for that money that he got. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be a bunch of that going around. So I don't want to say they're making too much money. I think the owners just need to, Say I refuse to pay it. I mean, you can't make this money at McDonald's or anywhere else. So, you we, we, you have to meet us. You have to meet me somewhere in the middle somewhere and let's incentivize it. You know what I'm saying? How many games you play, how many, you know, lead the league in certain stats or whatever. Let's, let's make this an incentive base. Let's, let's just see how good your skills are because – you know, right now I just see a lot of shooting, no defense, you know. <laughs> I, I don't mind the, the, the 140-some point game, but shit. I mean, like, come on, play a little D, you know what I'm saying? Come on, we just jacking it and shooting it. and It's a game that's unfamiliar to me. I mean, it really is. I, not a lot of cutting, not a screen, you know, except the guys up top, you know, with the big guys with the pick and roll. But other than that, the other three guys stand on the court and just look around and wait for them to pass it so I can shoot one of these threes. I mean, I don't I, – come on. Maybe, maybe, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but but you gotta you gotta perform for the money that you're being paid because they're getting two and three kings uh, ransoms. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it it is a high price for a damn ticket to go watch the game. That's the thing. Now, you know, you used to get them things and you know sit down there and maneuver. You can't even get a ticket to see you know Jimmy Johnson going to the Ring of Honor in Dallas. They stopped all the requests. Help somebody. <laughs> So, I've long argued that, like, hey, they're making enough money that you can guarantee them enough money in their contract, but you could also set aside some money based off, like you said, performance and winning. I I would love for, in all sports, that the entire team gets 50000 a win, each player or whatever. So... It, it are, are based on some kind of scale where, you know, your no, most you had important it right the other players. Day. You had it right. When when they, when certain NBA teams would get to a level, bump them out of there. And your check and everybody gone. That's what, yeah, I love that. I love that because now we have an in-season tournament going on all year long, the whole season. And we get them to perform because you don't get that in football except at the end of the year when they say a couple people got the U-Haul pack and, you know, they might be, you know, you know, going for, you know, draft position or something like that. But that barely rarely happens in the National Football League. I mean, you've, you, we've seen week 17, 18 upsets. It happens all the time. And seen week 17, 18 great games where somebody's got to fight their way out of one to, you know, solidify a playoff spot. That's the game we play. We, we show up. But this game management and load man, what the hell? Jordan played 82 games. So as I, a just to be clear. Your comments are all related to basketball. You don't think the NFL has the same issue as it relates to the players and the level of money and maybe trying to incentivize no, no, just the NFL quarterback performance position. as well. We, we both agree that the quarterback position is getting outrageous. 
they're, they're making five, six, seven, ten times what the player below them is making. I mean, it's just, are you kidding me? We, we Never. The quarterback is not that important. And the men in front of him that's blocking him and the men that's hunting him, come on. What are we talking about here? Come on. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be that far apart. You can't be that big of a gap. No, no. Unless you like Pat Mahomes and you've never seen a road playoff game. <laughs> You're going to see one this year. You're going to see one this year. Yeah, I know. We're going we to see what, you know, Chris Jones and this, you know, they better get Pacheco healthy because the two things that must travel Andy Reid on the road, and I think you know this, a defense and a run game. They normally don't let you chunk it around the yard when you come visit on the playoffs. <laughs> Sap, uh, great job as always. Uh, happy Taste. birthday. I think you're, yes, I, I think you're headed to the Bahamas, 19. right? No, it's, yeah. it's too much happy. rain. It's too much rain. I, I, oh. I can sit at home and watch the rain. No, and I don't gamble like that. So, no, I'll be at the house. I'm going to run to my mom and see if I can get some chitlins or something because she always cooking. It's Christmas time. <laughs> uh, put a little of that fox and Odin in your eggnog. Uh, that, that'll... That'll sweeten your eggnog. That is tasty. Uh, I like it. Thank you. Thank you, Warren. Great job. Uh, we'll play some tomorrow, and we'll see you tomorrow. Waiting for the countdown, coming off the breakdown, standing in line for freedom. Looking for a breakout, feeling like a standoff, nothing in life like Freedom. Came like a fighter, striking like a ladder, making all this moves for freedom. I want freedom. No negotiation, my system, no relation. We all just wanna have freedom. Sitting on the corner, never been alone. I'm breaking my back for freedom. Bless, we are living, get back. We are receiving, all deceiving. We all wanna be free. We want freedom. I just want, I wanna be, I just want.